everyone, welcome. This is Michelle Pintado with Open Door Talk. And as promised, I got my niece here, Cheyenne Olanzo. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I am so excited to have you. As a licensed clinical social worker, my passion is working with young adults. And in the future, in the next few weeks, I'll be collaborating with a lot of professionals. But I love this one. I'm going to have fun with it because it's my niece and it's also a teen and I love hearing their perspective. I love to hear about their world and what they love and what they don't love and I thought this was going to be great and so as last week as I talked about being raised in two different worlds right and struggling with self-esteem and figuring out how to find my voice and be confident in who I am and be okay with me. Cheyenne and I had a conversation why it's so important for us as girls, as young women, to build our self-esteem at a younger age. So Cheyenne, introduce yourself. What do you love? What do you, who do you follow? What do you like? What type of music? Invite us into your world. I'm Shane Alonzo. I'm 16. Obviously, I'm the niece of you. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm from New York. And there's not much that I do that's crazy or different, but... I don't know. I kind of like listen to everything. I'm into like, I'm always open-minded and not keep myself in a box. So I'm very open-minded to listen to new things, watch new shows. I follow pop culture and I kind of listen to all people. My favorite is alternative because I don't like rap. It's too much sometimes for me. I don't know. But so what type of alternative music do you listen to? Like, who are the artists out there right now for alternative music? I'm curious. Like the Java era and they're kind of like, Kind of a vibe you know the music is not like loud in your ear but it can be if you want to be love it so i talked about low self-esteem in my podcast last week and you wanted to talk about self-esteem and how to build your confidence and so i guess i'll start with asking you how is your self-esteem how's your own confidence my self-esteem is still building i'm only 16 right now so it's building slowly but surely it's getting there it's not the highest it can be but it's, it's pretty good right now. I'm getting through it. I'm learning to love myself like each day as it passes. Share, share a little bit of your experiences with low self-esteem and what confidence looked like for you growing up. As a little girl or boy, it doesn't matter, anyone. When you're growing up and you like look in the mirror, you're like, okay, I'm just this. Because you never really put into a category of how you should look when you're a kid. But then as you grow up and society gets to you, it's kind of like, oh, am I supposed to look like this? Especially nowadays on social media. It's like, it's crazy because all these people are like celebrities. They're like, either they get plastic surgery or they don't. It's just like, it affects you because you don't know who's getting what and what they're doing and what they're not telling you. So it's kind of like they're doing these things and you don't know it's happening. So you kind of like, you might think to yourself, am I supposed to look like that? Even though you're fine the way you are. And like, for me, it's like, one thing I don't see on like social media a lot is like body hair. Like at all, you don't really see that because that's not what they focus on. For me growing up, it was more like my my hairy arms. And that was really hard as I was growing up. It wasn't a thing for girls to have, mostly boys. Boys always had hair and I don't understand why like they can and we can't. So it's just like, okay. But like it was the voice in the back of my head telling me like, oh, okay. You might not want to show up your arms because not no one's arms looks like that. So that was me. <laughs> And that's that voice in your head that 
you know, we either hear good things about ourselves when it comes to that voice in our head, or we either hear bad things about ourselves. That voice is, is pretty serious. It's pretty real. I love that you touched on that because it doesn't sound like to me someone said that your arms were hairy. It sounds like to me that that voice in your head said that your arms were hairy. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, it sounded like it was me. You know, if anyone was listening and they were questioning, what does she mean by that voice in her head? Can you kind of explain that a little and talk about your experience? For me, it was just like that. Like, it's kind of like you're your own worst enemy sometimes. It was just, it's a voice. It's not obviously, it's not talking to you in your head. But it's just like your self-conscious thinking to yourself thinking about it's like your thoughts your subconscious you think about it and you're like okay like when I, sometimes when i'll be sleeping you kind of think about it so like the day before school sometimes you can think about like what i'm gonna wear and i always always catch myself like wearing like long sleeves and i will always make sure i had a sweater or just anything like that to cover up and it was never ever ever nobody telling me something i mean maybe sometimes i like i talked to my mom about this actually recently about like how sometimes she said things to me and that kind of make me feel like very insecure about myself. So sometimes it can be people close to you and they're not meaning to say it. So it's kind of just a mix of people who are close to me and me getting inside my own head. Right. So getting mm -hmm. inside your own head, your private time, you were alone and with your own thoughts. And those were some of the words that you heard that made you feel less confident about your arms and it maybe even made you feel like I can't go to school the next day because there's voices in my head. I'm self-conscious about the hair on my arms and I don't want to go to school the next day. You brought up another second point that I think is so mm -hmm. important for people closest to you that make comments that mm -hmm. they don't really mean to say what they say, but when they say it, it can also play in your head what they said because those things can either bring you down or they can bring you up communication is like key for stuff that hurts my feelings so i always try to like if something hurts me or like i don't like it i always try to communicate and that's like really how you get people not to bring you down and for me i always try to bring people up whether it's friends i like swipe up on snapchat and i'm like oh you look gorgeous or you look so pretty or just hard eyes or whatever people close to you can really kind of like make or break how you feel about yourself even though it shouldn't because you should have your own self-worth but if these are the people you see every day these are people you talk to every day these are people who like you hang out with you know like they kind of like your circle so these are people you're gonna face almost the rest of your life that's very true how do you communicate my feelings have been hurt mm -hmm. and how do you let the other person know that it was not okay what they mm -hmm. said for me, I'm so like thankful for me and my mom's relationship. We're very open. We can talk about almost anything and we can like say it. Obviously, sometimes we have a little arguments about the way we say things. But for me and her, I can just sit there and tell her, hey, mom, that kind of hurt. Like we can talk about anything at any time. And that's some things I can't do with other people. And if you can, sometimes when you communicate your feelings and say you've been hurt, it's not always going to be rainbows. Like they can like say, oh, you're being a baby or like you're just being dramatic. But make sure when you talk about your feelings, make sure like no one ever belittles them and make sure you know like your emotions matter and they're valid. I love that. So give me an example. If anyone was listening and they were your age and they felt that they had troubles communicating with either a parent or an adult or, or friends that made them feel bad, how would you advise them to communicate? If it's a friend, I would recommend maybe not in the moment 
because in the moment things can get heated. So I would take a step back and like, wait a minute, like think about it before you go and just like blabber off your mouth because that can ruin friendships. But definitely I would like take a step back and then confront them about it and be like, well, I don't really like what you said about me because that kind of hurt my feelings. Or any way to phrase it. There's not really a way to phrase it. It's whatever it is in the moment that feels right. And if that friend, and you say like, hey, that hurt my feelings, can you not say that? Or sometimes friends would say a joke or say something in front of other people. And it's like, oh, okay, can you not do that in front of other people? Because I'm not close with them. And if that friend does not value you, like, like what you have to say, then they're not your real friend. Then just walk away and try not to talk to them. It's like, pick your battles. That's great. I love that. I always teach other teenagers and even adults is use I statements. I statements is I feel hurt when you say those things about me. Please stop. Is your I statement focused on how you feel, why you feel the way you feel, and what would you like for that person to change? And hopes to communicate that would be very effective because number one, unless we iterate what you just said, you said, take a step back. Don't talk to that person in a moment because things can get a little heated and then it can turn into an argument. I agree with you 100%. I think that is important for you to walk away and step back. And that's one of the things that I always advise a lot of kids when they're communicating with their parents. Don't talk in the moment of a heated conversation. You don't want to be in your feelings because then things get a little bit complicated and it can turn into a conflict. It can definitely put a dent in that relationship and then you get nowhere in that conversation. So I, I love how you said step back. You have to take a moment to think about what you're gonna say. And I advise anybody listening is use I statements. I think that when you are upset and you're trying to have a conversation, I think sometimes we default to, you did this and you made me feel this way. No. Talk about you and say, I feel this way because, and I would like for you to stop. And so that's one of the easiest ways that I try to teach others and how to communicate. Mm -hmm. That way, the conversation is not too broad and it's not focused on the person, but it's focused on yourself and how you feel at the moment and what you have to say. That's how you communicate effectively. Yes, your environment has a lot to do with your self-esteem. One of the things I talk about is making sure that you are around those that really encourage you, support you, and help you because that's what makes the world go round. That's what makes life beautiful. It's when we can help each other and connect with one another. That's the key people that build you up because it's what connects you to life. You want to be able to feel good about yourself and that within yourself and be confident, but you also want to be around people that love you and are there for you. In fact, I was just going to do a little segment on this over the weekend, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about is, you know when people are for you and when people are not for you, especially when you're venturing in different experiences you do have people that are cheering you on that when you speak they hear you speak and those that are not for you they're never really gonna find anything interesting about you anywhere you are in your life you are amongst people that love you and that cheer you on those are your people if you're not around those people and they don't happen to care about what you have to say or what you do those are not your people and that's okay but make sure that you have your people in your corner because that's so important, especially when it comes to self-esteem and confidence and new life adventures. We touched 
on a couple things, which I think it was great to be able to open this up a little bit more other than self-esteem. What do you have to say about it now? For me, I feel like thinking is very powerful and sometimes it's very bad for you. So sometimes I think to myself and I'm like, okay, just stop thinking at all. I just think about how there's always going to be someone like prettier you, than you and then you're always going to be prettier than someone else. And then you're always going to be someone's type. So if you feel bad about yourself because like, let's say like a boy doesn't think you're cute, as long as you feel beautiful in yourself, you're going to find someone who's going to match your energy and then they're going to love you for you. You're going to be someone's exact type. You always need someone's type, whether it's like a boyfriend, girlfriend, or even if it's a friendship, like you're going to click with that person no matter what, if it's meant to be. So when you find yourself and understand that you're always going to be someone else's type, you finally understand that and you accept that. Where do you go from there? From there is now you kind of like you're free of all those burdens that you put on yourself. You're going to move forward in life. You're going to focus more on like what makes you happy, I feel like. You're going to focus more on like your personality. Once you have confidence as a person and you're confident with like basically everything, you're going to move forward and like find your happiness and things that make you happier. Just things that add on to your confidence. And you're not going to be worried about what anyone has to say. You're just going to keep moving forward and not stay stuck. And it connects so well with my audience and information we're trying to put out there. You know, I hope that you guys have ears to listen to this because yeah. it was so good. <laughs> Accepting yourself as who you are is where you become free from all the burdens of who you think you need to be or who you think you should be. So give the people here three ways that they can build their confidence and self-esteem coming from your perspective. If there was a 16-year-old girl listening right now or even someone older, what would you say are three ways that they can build their confidence? Okay, for today's day and age, I would definitely say like we can take photos so easily now that I take a lot of photos, like when I look good one day. And out of all those photos, if I have one good photo, that's just gonna make me feel better because I could always look back on that one photo. And eventually, you have all these photos that you look so bomb in that you can just look back and like, I look pretty, even if this is not my good day. Which is, it is okay to not have good days. Like you're not gonna look bomb every day. Two, I would definitely say like, so like self-affirmation, tell yourself, you're beautiful, you got this, you're like gonna do good today, whether it's like, when you're feeling internally unconfident by yourself, just tell yourself you're going to be okay. For my third one, it's getting dressed up because you can look a little homeless one day and be in sweatpants and your hair is a bird's nest. When you get dressed up that one day, you're going to be like, okay, I look good today. And then that leads to you taking pictures and posting them. And that leads to you looking in the mirror and telling yourself you're beautiful. So all of those things together just combined. Love it. So if you heard, those are the three ways to build your self-esteem and build your confidence. I had a ball talking to you and having you part of my podcast. Thank you so much, my lovely niece. I love you. I cannot wait to continue to collaborate, get together and talk about different topics because I know you have so much to say. I appreciate you taking the time to share some of your insight on self-esteem and confidence. I am going to be recording for next week. I have something special for you guys, but I won't give it away. But thank you for joining us. This was amazing. I loved it. El Pintado with Open Door Talks.